On the second Sunday of Lent, we continue to reflect on the theology of baptism, to you know what it means to be called children of God. And today we will focus especially on the fact that baptism makes us part of the church, of the body of Christ. We just heard this gospel of the transfiguration when Jesus went up the mountain with Peter, James, and John, and was transfigured before them. And Jesus did this very much on purpose because he knew that his disciples would be put to the test in the moment of his passion, that the trial of the cross would be a really low moment that could even scandalize them and make them think, could this really be the Messiah? Could we have been deceived? Is God really with us? So Jesus wanted to strengthen them, to strengthen their faith. And the way he did it was by immersing them in his own prayer with the Father. Or if you want, by making his own prayer visible to them. And when that happened, it was as if a portion of heaven would appear on earth. The disciples could see his glory. They saw this cloud, this cloud representing the presence of the Holy Spirit and the the luminous figure of Christ in, in front of them and also the voice of the Father saying, this is my beloved Son. So they were like surrounded by the Trinity in a sense. They were immersed in the mystery of God. And something like this may have happened to you in some, to some extent in a moment of grace when the, the presence and the love of God became so tangible. And when that happens to someone that stays in your memory, memory and it becomes like an anchor for your faith, because even in moments when you don't feel that anymore, you may feel tempted or discouraged, challenged, that, rem- that remembrance, that memory of what you saw and experienced is like a foundation, a pillar that is unmovable in your, in your memory, in your heart. So that's what the first thing Jesus did. He showed them his glory to strengthen them. And the other thing he did to strengthen the disciples was to show them the mystery of the communion of saints in the persons of Moses and Elijah. See, these were some of the two greatest figures in the Old Testament, representing the law and the prophets. And at that moment, they encountered the key or the most prominent apostles in the New Testament, Peter, James, and John. And here it was as if Jesus was telling the disciples, you know, when you see me up on the cross, when you go through that moment of trial, Remember, you're not just a bunch of scattered, disheartened disciples that my enemies are crushing, that, you know, your your teacher was destroyed. No, you are the visible part of a vast multitude of all the saints that you cannot see at that moment. But they are there. They are on your side. There's this Old Testament story in which... Jerusalem is surrounded by an enemy army. They're besieged, and, and it seems impossible to defend it because they're completely outnumbered. 
and, and the defending army is about to give up. But then God sends them, a, sends them a prophet that tells them, don't give up because you're not alone. And at that moment, God opened the eyes of the defenders and they saw this huge heavenly army ranged around them. And the prophet told them, you don't have to worry about this. God is going to fight for you. God is going to win this battle. And so it was. This army of enemies was miraculously defeated. They had to disperse and run away. And many times we may feel the same way as Catholics today. We may feel in disadvantage many times. We may feel a bit overwhelmed by the world and that we have to hide our faith or we'll be attacked or, or pushed aside. And God opens our eyes and shows us that we are not alone. We are surrounded by this multitude of all the saints. If you want, the visible church on earth is just the tip of the iceberg, a minor fraction of that you know, assembly of all the holy ones. We are united to all these great saints of the past. But see what, what happened with Jesus. It's not, they're not simply saints in the past. It's not like Moses and Elijah were just like a, characters in a story. They, they showed up. They came there and were talking at the same time. So the saints are alive right now. They are here with us. That's, that's a communion with them. As you enter Mass, in a sense, in walks Paul the Apostle and our Blessed Mother and Agnes, and Francis of Assisi, Catherine of Siena, Thomas More, Teresa of Calcutta, Padre Pio, all the angels and saints. Baptism has made you part of that family that prays for you and supports you. Precisely, it's through baptism that we enter the family of the saints, the body of Christ, and we receive that living tradition that comes to us from the apostles. The way we express it in, in the rite of baptism is that we recite this litany of the saints. We invoke that family of saints. And then we also profess the faith, the creed, the symbol of faith, that same faith that we have received from the apostles and all the saints have believed in. I think another interesting element is, you know, usually as we see here at St. Michael's in the back, the baptismal font or baptistry is usually placed at the entrance of the church because it reminds us that it is through baptism that we enter the family of Christ. So all of this is showing us some, one, one important thing, that one of the outcomes of baptism is that you have brothers and sisters in Christ because of that sacrament. When we live out the grace of baptism or when someone converts, when you come back to your faith and that faith comes alive, you start to see other believers in a different light. They are no, no longer competitors or strangers or adversaries. They are companions on the journey. They are on your side. They are fighting with you. You're united to them by a spiritual bond. A friend of mine told me some time ago that he had been researching his ancestry. And eventually he says, he came, he came to identify some distant cousins 
in the country where his family had come from. So he figured out a way to, he put, uh, contacted them and decided to, to visit them, and this happened a few years ago. And he says, the moment my cousin opened the door was this very weird feeling. Because I was looking at a man who was, by all means, a stranger to me. I'd never seen before. But at the same time, we both felt this powerful connection from the past that united us. And that's what happens with baptism. There's this spiritual connection that comes to us because we come from the same origin. We've been born in the same font. We've been redeemed by the same blood. It's Christ who has called us to be part of this family of faith in the church. It's a faith we did not invent. We received it. We've been adopted into this family of generations and generations of believers into a body of martyrs and confessors and missionaries and shepherds and families that day and night sing this new hymn before the Lamb. So a practical implication of this sacrament, of this aspect of baptism, is that we are all spiritually connected. We are connected to one another. We cannot journey solo in faith. You need your brothers and sisters. And that means that what God gives to one is meant for the good of all the body. It's meant to be shared. That's, for example, what Jesus, why Jesus did this. He, he wanted to encourage the disciples not to lose faith in the passion, but he took only three disciples with him. Why? Well, because the faith that this, the encouragement and strength these disciples received was meant to sustain everybody else, even when they couldn't talk about it. They were forbidden to talk about what they had seen. But their assurance, their firmness, they, were, they became more like str strong and shakeable in, in those moments. And that sustained the rest. And so that means that the many blessings that God may want to give you, he may not give you directly to you, but indirectly through Gifts, blessings, strengths that are given to other people in the body of Christ. To different mystics and writers and teachers and friends in your path. And vice versa, many gifts that you receive from the Lord are not meant to stay in you. They're meant to be shared to, to impact people around you. You're, supposed, you're, you're called to be an encourager, a light for other people, and also to find support in them. So a takeaway that I propose for this week is that we may make that communion of the saints a tangible reality for us. Because the communion of saints has an invisible aspect. It goes beyond the range of the visible. It spans through to, even to the, into the invisible world of all these saints that we have not seen personally yet. But it's also meant to have a visible expression. Those people, that, those friends in Christ that you have, those brothers and sisters in the faith, they are for you like the representatives of those saints that you cannot see. You don't see Paul and Mary and Francis and Thomas. But these, these brothers, these friends, they are 
They represent that multitude of the saints for each one of us. So make that communion of saints a real one for you. Don't be an anonymous Catholic. Be known by name. Connect with other people. Connect with people here in this community at St. Michael's. Stay after Mass to meet people. Join, you know, maybe the Stations of the Cross or a Bible study or, or Alpha or, or start some prayer group or community yourself. Maybe a concrete takeaway can be this one. It's just this week, connect with someone in this community that you, you don't know so well. You know, get their phone number. Get, invite them for coffee. Chat a bit after Mass. Take some simple step that will make you feel more connected to other people here. So may we pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this great gift of being part of your body, your spiritual family in your church, of being united with your saints and knowing that we are part of something greater than ourselves, that we belong to you. Lord, unite us one another more deeply through a more intense life of faith, through profound friendship, through the sharing of our gifts. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray.